Okay, we're recording now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Unknown Outsiders. There's only two of us today, and I'm Hayden. No, oh, I'm Ethan. And today, you know, we both just got done listening to uh, Juice World's new album. Rest in peace to the goat. Taken way too early. Um, his first uh, album after he passed dropped a total of three hours, two hours ago. Yeah. What was it really? You know, yeah, it's almost three hours. But uh, yeah, you know, I've listened to it. I've listened and re-listened to a few songs, and so far, I have a pretty positive opinion about it. What about you? I got a really positive opinion about it, dude. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Like just beginning, um, everything was absolutely amazing. I'm kind of I'm kind of different on that. The uh, the beginning of the album, because uh, that was like where that Chippy Red song that they made, like "Tell Me You Love Me." Yeah. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> I think it's terrible. <laughs> um, I I fuck with it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Trippy Red. He doesn't like some of his songs are pretty good, but not all of them. Dude, just, I liked him in 2016 and 2017, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. That's well, all it is. His uh, a love letter for you. Four, I believe, is the latest one. Uh, it had some songs in there that I thought were pretty good because they were like, "Oh, Death was fucking amazing." I ain't gonna front. Like, he had some good songs on the latest one, but, but why didn't you like tell me you love me? Ah, just the beat sucked. Okay, it was bad. Okay, I can. I guess I can agree with you on that. It wasn't the greatest, but it's still a decent song. I I just I just don't like it. It's just it just seemed like really just clustered and just like thrown together. I I don't get it. Okay. Like the drawn like both of uh Juice and Trippies like their their flows. I just didn't like it. Tell me you love me. I I don't I don't like it. Tell me you'll be okay. Like what is that? I don't like that. <laughs> it's nice and subtle. Yeah. Um the the song to me with marshmallow, I like those. Oh yeah, definitely. Um the one with Polo G in it, that shit banged. Oh for sure. The kid Leroy fucking killed it too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that song was definitely one of my favorites. Um, a couple more are Stay High and, and Can't Die. Can't Die really got me, though, because, yeah. like, he was just talking about, like, death and stuff. It's like, damn, this dude really is dead in real life, and he was talking about it before he died. <laughs> this is wild to listen to. Yeah, whenever I got to the end of the album, uh, from starting at the beginning all the way to the end, whenever I got to Can't Die, that was, like, it got me, too, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. All right. And, uh, it is, it's just like a reminder, like this dude is like really dead and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and it it was just like this just overwhelming sad feeling, like, oh shit. And then whenever it went to man of the year, I was like, 
okay, so he is dead, but you can really tell he loved all of his fans. Like he cared about every single one of us. Because in oh, Man- for sure, you know, I said some things that saved you. I guess I think that's what I said. I could be wrong. Well, and honestly, like whenever he like was alive and stuff, he was like connected to fans more. Yeah. You know, like uh, whenever that Bandit music video dropped, and he had like his shirt off, like in it, in it most of the time. Uh, they were bullying him because like he was fat or whatever, like roasting, playful type shit. And then he posted a picture of himself compared to Chowder, and it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that is great. Um, so okay, so what it says is, I know my lyrics saved you. So like, I think it's good, especially for that last song being like this kind of upbeat dance song for like the last song of the album, especially to be like that and the way that all of it was set up. I think it was yes. like a really good thing just right there at the end, especially since Can't Die was before it. And it's like, yo, we're reminded about that. And then we're also yeah. reminded that he's, as his fucking album says, legends never die. So he's literally becoming a legend with all of this. Oh, for sure. So with him saying all that, it's like, we know he's going to live on through his music forever. Like all this. Song- oh, yeah very personal so they relate a lot to everyone else so whenever we hear them we're like shit that's relatable and they'll be relatable because they'll always remind us so well if you think about it like for how like big that he got he only had three albums and one was a joint project with future like holy shit (laughs) like the dude made good music from beginning to end it's just incredible to see yeah. Also, he did record like a shit ton more music. Yeah. Um, I remember a uh, a tweet that he put out a while ago. He was just like, I'm sitting on thousands and thousands of songs right now. Yeah, they uh, and, over 2,000. And I didn't, I don't know like if they actually recorded 2,000 songs or if that meant like, just like they were just all in his brain. He could just freestyle it anytime he wanted to. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's actually like a couple thousand songs that are on the hard drive. That's actually wild that that could happen. Mm-hmm. I, he was like always in the fucking studio. I don't think he ever left. Well, he left sometimes, but majority of his time was in the studio recording music. Yeah, I remember uh, Benny Blanco. He... Uh, he said that he would just throw on a beat and then Juice would just start freestyling over it and they'd just make hit after hit after hit. Yeah, that's really awesome, especially like it's Coming weird. from him. Yeah, and it's also weird that you see this very young artist because he was only 20 years old whenever he passed, or 21? 21, he, yep. And he just turned 21 whenever he passed, so he was basically the same age as us and that dude was a very good lyricist and a very good freestyler. And then you see the other rappers. They're not as good as that. They can't just think of a flow right off the. Oh, dude. He was, he was just gifted. Have you seen any of those videos of him freestyling for an hour? Yes. They're awesome. Oh, my God. And then he did it over Eminem beats and shit, too. 
the fact that a new age rapper got respect from Eminem, who just completely just shits on him for mumbling and stuff. Like that's, I feel like that's like a major achievement, even though Eminem isn't like, you know, people don't love him as much as they did like back in 2005, but you know, it's, he's still a top 10 rapper he's on. He has to be on everybody's top 10 rappers list. I don't care who you are. Definitely. But I mean, it's just major. It's a major achievement. I feel like to get his approval of you, you know, yeah, that would be absolutely fucking awesome. Because you got to think, he was also a battle rapper, so he had to freestyle all the time. So seeing somebody who's very young, oh yeah, being able to freestyle probably much better than what he was able to at that age is, I guess that's pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah, what See, some- he had so much potential, and we don't get to witness it or listen to it. Yeah, that. That kind of shit like hit me while I was listening to the album. Well, yeah. right at the end, because right at the end, whenever it was like Jewish World Speaks from Heaven, I was like, okay. Dude, that fucking outro, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. That that tore me to shreds. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I stayed good all the way through it. I was just like, man, this sucks, but, but it, it's still good, you know? Yeah. It's all coming from a good place, and last thing I see, Juice speaks from heaven. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, I feel like that his uh, recording studio they didn't fail him, you know, because with all these other rappers and uh, various other people that have passed, their labels just start releasing their music that's unfinished. Yeah, uh, the most recent one is X. You know, with his three albums that came out after he died. I'm just gonna say it; none of them were good. Yeah, they. Were. I did. I didn't like any of them. There were good songs on like some of them, I believe. I think on like the yeah, there was like a couple good songs that I actually liked, but on the other ones, there it was really hit or, hit and miss. Yeah, it's just they they just use his death and his name for a cash grab, and I really don't want this to happen to Juice. Like if they if they've made like full songs and stuff already, sure, release them. But man, they that last album X came out with it was pretty much ringtones. Yeah, but I it was just. It's just, I'm, I'm just really hoping that they seem to have his music and his just quality music in, in good hands. It's just, I'm just happy that they're trying to do what's best for him, you know, because that's all that really matters. Yeah, definitely. But for this album, I believe, I, like what got me is I'm pretty sure it's the last time that Juice actually like made officially himself, like the all the songs that were put onto this album, I believe, were all from Juice himself. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he made this like entire album up as a collective whole. So that's one thing that's like fucked up. Like this is the last album that he really put his heart and soul 
well, I guess he put his heart and soul into every single song right. that he works on, but you know, he was around to make it, make sure it was up to his standards, you know. Which I think is it's it's cool, but it's also like sad because we won't get that yeah. I bet we will through how many songs he has unreleased. So I believe we'll get more good albums that they actually really try hard with it. Because I believe oh, yeah. whoever's whoever is his uh, label, I I think they really care about juicing all of his fans. Oh yeah, and I believe his girlfriend. I think she's the one who actually like organized it. Yeah, I think she did play a big part in it. Yeah, so I believe she's probably gonna have a big part in all the other releases because she. Whoa. She was always around too. Mm-hmm. Which you can definitely, um, like Juice was in love with this girl for how many songs that he was putting about her. And a lot of these, he just has happier beats, happier lyrics about being in love, and like it's pretty chill. Yeah, you know it's nice to it's nice to listen to. Like it's most of his like songs and stuff and why they're so popular is because they're so relatable. Mm-hmm. In the sense of I got my heart broken. It just sucks being on this earth right now. And then on the flip side, whenever you're happy and stuff, like I like that song up, up and away because it has a nice ukulele in the background. I just, I just love the sound of the ukulele. That shit just gets me every time. Yeah. I, I also really enjoyed a uh, blood on my jeans. That was a good one. Oh yeah. I think it started out acoustic. So, which was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm really surprised there wasn't any more uh, collaborations on it. I definitely thought there'd be more features, but I don't, you know, because if you look at all of his albums, he didn't really have many features on them anyways. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I remember they put out a tweet saying that they got some of his favorite people to collab with on there. I didn't know it was going to be like four or five people. <laughs> and two of them are on the same song. So, Well, he made another that, song. Uh, Roy, but that is Gilroy's song, not Juicy's. Yeah. That a Halsey song? That's really good. I fucked with that. Oh, yeah. The single they came out with like Monday or something. Yeah. Which I didn't realize they were going to be putting out songs that fast because they announced the album like on Monday, release that song. And then you're like, all right, cool. And then two days later, they release Come and Go. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, for, for real, I was just like, is like, this fake? Like, what's going on? It just felt like too much. And then the album came out and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Man, um, overall, um, I'm definitely going to re-listen to it to get like, my full opinion on it but as it stands right now the day it drops it, i'm giving it i'm giving it a seven a seven out of yeah ten. a seven yeah i'm gonna give it a 7.2 7.2 out of 10 that's what it gets from me okay at least you're honest about it um if they take that tell me you love me song off the album just completely shred the song get it the fuck out of there it, it might be up to an eight 
because they have that song on there. Mm-mm. No go from me. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to rate it. I mean, you can take time to ponder it, of course, but I was just thinking about because I, I like scoring stuff. Okay. See where it lands against. I just noticed that I'm, I'm listening to a lot of uh, people that have passed, like Pop Smoke's new album that came out two weeks ago. That shit's good, too. I have not heard that, nor if I don't. Actually, don't even think I've listened to anything by Pop Smoke. Um, how big into rap music are you? I'm just into music. Rap music is just like if I hear. Well, everyone has like various genres of music that they like. I'm not a huge fan of country at all. Okay. Um. I'm I'm way I'm bigger into punk music than. Like alternative emo stuff more than I am. Right. Like actual like hip hop, hip hop. Right. If we're talking about the stuff that they're making now, it's kind of hip hop, but it's blended. Yeah. Pop smoke. Let's see if I have anything saved. I have nothing saved from him, so I've never listened to him. <laughs> it is. It's, he, he's decent, I think. Well, he has his, like a really like lower raspy voice. That shit's just nice. His entire new album is his top songs. Like all of the songs that are on his newest album are the top. Mm-hmm. With the exception. Yes, sir. Well, never mind. That's just on the album. Never mind. What the fuck? <laughs> What's yeah, that? I'd give that new album a listen. It's pretty decent. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to Juice World. We'll talk about pop later. Is wait, yes. Is What's oh, up? Yeah, he did. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if he passed or not. Okay. Yeah, he did. He got shot. I think they they just arrested actually uh, five suspects. Really? In his case. So oh. yeah, big ups for Pop Smoke. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So I haven't thought of a rating yet, but I'll I'll rate the I'll rate each song. We'll, we'll both rate each song. We'll just go through all the songs, and we'll just do it. Okay. So, well, I guess anxiety isn't an uh, wasn't a song, but nah, it was just the intro. I did I did really fuck with it. That was like. That was the first time I, I teared up because I only teared up twice. Well, I full on cried at the end, but I teared up right there at the beginning because I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, that's how we start in this shit. Then, yeah. And then it just went to the songs. I vibed heavy with conversations. Like that was. I liked that. Like I, I did. I like that song. I wasn't like sitting and chilling and like paying attention, but I was like standing up just vibing with it. So it was like a pretty good, I feel like a beat kind of song, but it wasn't a beat i guess as i'm reading the lyrics the devil hit my phone he want to talk but I'm not yeah okay but yeah i thought that was really good especially to start out the record oh for sure i like the uh 
Holy shit, sorry if my fucking flag just fell on me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, I really like the, um, you know how, like, in old movies, how they have, like, that futuristic noise in it, like that type shit. Yeah. I like the, like, the type of noise that they used in it. They just really mixed well with the songs since it's, like, conversations and stuff, like, I'm guessing like through like a phone or something, mm-hmm. even though he's trying to like talk to the devil and stuff, which yeah. is a pretty hard tone setter to come straight out with on the album. But I fucked with the song heavy. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I would rate it. Cause I really enjoyed the song. Um, I want to give Look, I don't know if I want to give it a, a nine and a half or a ten. I think I'm gonna give it a ten. It was very catchy, and it was like I would definitely find myself re-listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Let me give it eight. Solid eight. Fuck, did I go too? Nah. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, you just gotta like kind of compare it to the other songs that you like and. For me to say like it's like a nine or something, it's just not on the same levels as like the other ones I'm thinking that are a nine, you know? Okay, I'm I'm just gonna say it's like I don't wanna drop it so much, but it may be eight and a half to nine. Probably eight and a half. I'll just say that. Okay, okay. You know, start out, you can change them later. It's no problem. Okay. And then the next song right after that, which this was also a good vibey song, Titanic. I thought that was really good. That was just a meh for me, you know. Um, I like I listened to the entire album sitting in my truck in front of my house. Yeah, I know I'm fantastic, but um, if I don't vibe to a song while I'm driving, I just won't listen to it like in my free time. I just won't do it. Uh, this song was just kind of okay for me. Like, if it comes on, like, on like say the Pandora radio or whatever. I won't skip it. I'll just chill with it. So for me, Titanic is going to get like a six. Okay. It's, it's moderate. See, I wish. Yeah, they're still fucking copyrighted. So I wish I could play it so then I can get. Like, I remember the vibe of it. Because I listened to all well, these films, kind of it. I mean, really, we're not making money from. <laughs> the podcast so well yes okay if they want our fucking pennies they can have them <laughs> no. we are making money thanks to the sponsor of the podcast or video now we don't we don't want to fucking have a sponsor this one fuck that i'm done with the ads I'm done uh, with the ads i don't like money anymore <laughs> I, you know i like it's not bad, I guess, because whenever I was listening to it, I'm like, okay, cool. It sounds like an ad. Yeah, I get it. But I don't want to listen to it every single time, you know? Especially yeah. if it's the same exact ad. So, yeah, yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Um, This song, I will rate a seven. I'll go seven. I, seven. I, I'm going to say I really enjoyed every single song. But 
yeah, some of them, like, I don't think they hit different than the other ones. Yeah. I can definitely tell just because, like, looking at how many views each one of these have gotten, you can tell which ones are the most popular from it. Oh, yeah. So, and Conversations of the Titanic have the lowest on there. So, well. I'm honestly surprised. Those are, like, the first two songs out the whole album. Yeah. I they have a lot more. I don't Well, people aren't wanting to go look at the lyrics. That so, is true. More people... We're wanting to look at the lyrics of Bad Energy, though. Just 20,000 more. But it's still a big jump. So this one is better. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bad Energy wasn't, like, the greatest, but it was good. I think it was also a great message. It was a better message, I believe. Oh, yeah. From what I'm reading on the side, it says... uh, Drain out bad energy, so forget the oh, yeah. The okay, okay. Now I'm I've been reading that now. I'm remembering how it sounds. That, yeah, I thought this one was pretty good. So, what I'll rate it, I'll do an eight for bad energy. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do an eight. I'm pretty confident. Okay, I like that one. No, no, eight ain't too bad. I'm going to give it an eight as well. Look at us agreeing on something. <laughs> it was a good song. No, and then Righteous, which Righteous is. That was dinner. Dude, it's so good. The music video is phenomenal. Just the song itself is just, it's just nice to listen to. Um, uh, Commenter, I don't know their name by off the top of my head. I apologize, you're not going to get your credit. But um, they said that Juice was sounding like he was talking from heaven in the song. And I was like, well, here I go crying again. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I, It was a, yeah, it felt like a very calm kind of song, especially for the oh, yeah. one to come out after his uh, passing. And it, it felt very nice to have. Especially, I think it was just, the video before that, he featured on a song. Um, I forget who it was with, but in the video, they made it to where, because uh, Juice wasn't around to be able to make the video, so whenever they used the special effects to be able to kind of put Juice in the video somehow, they like made yeah. it like he was walking down from heaven with angel wings and shit, and like it looked, like it looked really cool. Which I thought that was good. And then right after that, I think Righteous came out. So it was like a good meeting there. Oh, yeah. Um, righteous, nine and a half. Yeah, Righteous is going to be way Fantastic. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Okay. Okay. What was the next song? Blood, oh, Blood, Blood on My Jeans. Hell yeah. See, this is one where there's a lot of viewers on there, too. Oh, yeah. I really like this one because it was like, it felt like an ode to his girlfriend. And I thought that was like really cool because you listen to, you go from like the first thing that everyone heard from him, basically, that made him uh, what he is today, I guess, Lucid Dreams. You go from that, which is like, I still see your shadows in your room. 
still being like sad over like losing this girl. And then this one, it's kind of like that. It's like that full circle kind of moment where he's like, he's in love now. He doesn't see those anymore. And it's really cool. Well, I don't really know like a bunch of artists that are just like, hey, I love my girlfriend. <laughs> you know, like they make a whole song for her. Like that actually sounds like this good, you know? Yeah. Obviously, like talks about like drugs and stuff still because that was still a huge factor in his life at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just really nice to to have him speak about, hey, I'm happy. This girl makes me happy. And you can find happiness too type shit. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, I think I want to give it a. Fuck, I think I kind of want to give it like either an eight and a half or nine. So it was a really good song. So I think nine. I'll go nine. Okay, um, I'm gonna go eight point three. 8.3, okay. Yeah. See, it's a really good song, but I guess there's some places where you can be like, eh, it's kind of eh. Possible. Uh, here it is. The biggest piece of <laughs> shit I've ever fucking heard. Tell me you love me. Tell me. By Trippy Red and Juice World. Fucking Christ. All right. What's your positives on it? Let's just get those out of the way because there's not that many. Okay, so starting out the song with the chorus, uh, I I didn't I didn't like it as much as the other choruses because it's literally "Tummy You Love Me" and that's repeated one, two, three, uh-huh. four, five, six, seven, seven times in that entire thing. One line is "Tell me everything gonna be okay," and every single line has "Tell me you love me." Wait, actually, uh-huh. it's three, one, one, two, three, yep. So still seven. I know how to count, but I, I yeah. thought I was like, I, I didn't like it saying, tell me, let me multiple times over that weird beat. That but beat was horrid. It's not weird. Weird is like kids see ghosts. That is weird, but it sounds good. This is a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> I hated all of it, except for one thing, you know? And that was the fact that I could press pause and then press skip. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that part. So because of that, my score for this song is a point two because Trippy got a Juice World feature. That's it. Okay. um, Very different opinion from me. Um, See, I don't like the chorus and that's pretty much all I don't like except for like in the first verse it was it the first verse felt very eh to me but whenever Deuce came out in the second verse it was like you didn't hear any auto-tune he was just like rapping and it was just sounded like one of his freestyles and you're like like I felt like it was a good moment just hearing literally just him freestyle an entire verse which I believe that's probably what he did but it just felt like he was freestyling so it seemed kind of cool so I love the verses. I don't like the 
chorus, especially now that I'm looking at the last chorus and the amount of times that it says, tell me you love me is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> oh nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 fucking times in the last chorus. Um, not to dog on Trippy Red or Juice World. They're both great artists. But don't repeat the same line 14 times in a row. Dude, I don't know. Gucci Gang had it over 60 times in that fucking song. And it was platinum, right? Like, it, it got a lot of views off of that shit. Because it's a meme song. Like, if it sounds dumb and funny, we're going to listen to the fucking shit no matter what. Even if it's oh, terrible, because yeah. it's a fucking meme. Gucci Gang from a dude named Lil yeah. Pump. Yeah. Fuck. All right, let's get back to this. Fuck Lil Pump. Does Lil Pump even make music anymore? I I don't know. I I, I haven't heard of him in so long, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to look him up. I don't. He's been, actually, he's been collaborating with YouTubers. Really? Yes. Um, Cool. He made a song with... um, the Dobre Brothers. Yes, that's who they are. His verse on it was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Gucci on Gucci on Gucci. <laughs> it's just so, he just was not thrilled to be there at all. But he okay. still got paid. So props to him. So I found, uh, I found, well, I didn't really find it, but he made a few. He's made quite a few songs. Actually, no, never mind. I'm fucking lying. Um, because you remember whenever Arms Around You came out, it was like one of the X songs that came out after he passed. Yes, that was one of the first ones. Okay, so he has released three songs since then. Three? Well, okay, hold on. Actually, never mind. His album came out in 2019. Okay, never mind. So I'm a liar. Liar, pants on fire, but my pants aren't on fire. Thick. So he's only released that album, and then after the album... Let me look at that. I just know he's featured on a few people's stuff. Uh, like another YouTuber, KSI, Poppin. Oh, really? He he, yeah, he... Um, Lil Pump had one of my favorite lines in any song ever. Diamonds on my wrist, Ebola. Chain around my neck, Corona. I was like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so he's released like one song himself since uh this since his album released but even on his features it's only like four since the album he hasn't released really I mean, take a break dude he's still fucking he making, props to you. he's making hella money off that fucking gucci gang shit no for sure because then you got like the nostalgic people here in a couple years. It's gonna be like, you remember when we used to bump this shit? Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Then we're gonna realize why the fuck did we ever bump this shit? <laughs> God damn, that would be so fucking. I I don't know if anybody who actually thought this song was good. I don't I don't think they'll bump it in a few years. I just don't think it has that. Just like re-listen value. I don't think there's... I don't think you can. That's true. Because it's funny. Because 
Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. The fuck even is a Gucci gang? Fuck it. Never mind. Deuce World. <laughs> so back at it. New album. <laughs> hey, after the- I press skip on Tell Me You Love Me, a fucking <laughs> banger approached and hate the other side. Fuck yeah. This one is also produced by Marshmallow too. So I, he, I don't think he got the credit on there. He may have actually. But on here it says Juice yeah, World. It, it, it says like at the artists, like at the bottom of the Apple Music stuff, it says oh. Juice World and Marshmallow. Okay. So Marshmallow's on a couple songs. I heard, I think uh, Man of the Year was produced by Skrillex. Oh, that'd be tough. I didn't see his name down there. So. Uh, I don't, yeah, I had to read about it. But I'm uh, Okay. So hate the other side. I'm gonna start right at the gate. I'm, fuck. It, I'm. I think it's a ten out of ten. It's high up there. You're giving it ten out of ten treatment. I well. I think. Listen. So. It's fucking. I fully agree with you on that. Fuck yeah! Like, for me, it's the best. It's the best song on the album. Yeah, you got Juice World right there at the beginning with the, with the chorus, which I think he only did a chorus throughout the entire thing. And yeah, he only did the chorus and then pop or not pop Polo G had a verse and then the kid Leroy had a, had a verse, which honestly, let's start out with Polo G's. He was fucking good. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best up and coming rappers right now. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to a whole lot of Polo G, but listening to this song, it kind of makes me want to listen to more of him because if you're this good on a feature, you got to be a lot better on your original. Oh yeah, um, he also came out with an album this year that's really good. He actually had Juice as a feature on it. Uh, the song's called Flex. It's a good song. I highly have listened to that actually. I'm not sure. Possibly. Uh, he kind of I- blown up recently because he had a uh, a TikTok song, you know. Thank God for TikTok. But uh, it was, uh, you know how like in those videos where they change camera angles really fast and the song goes, type shit? Yeah. Yeah, he made that song. That's a good fucking song. Oh, okay. So here's the songs that I have of Polo. Uh, This is actually, it's not off topic. Goat. I said goat. What the fuck? That's his album name, right? Hmm? Oh, well, yeah, I have a song off the goat. Uh, it's Go Stupid. Yes, that's the song. Go Stupid. I thought that one was really that good. That song's good. Uh, I also have Pop Out and Battle Cry saved. Pop Out is also really good. That was one of his, like, one of his first hits. Yeah, I think that was probably what uh, made me listen to him. And then I probably, I don't know where I got the other one from. Oh, okay, so I have, he was also featured... On another song I have called Caroline. Bet. Hmm. Um, I first heard of Polo G from a Facebook post that was just like, all right, there's a robber and he has a gun to your head. You have to recite a whole song from the person that's on your birthday month and you get to live. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? It was Polo G, and I had no idea who the hell it was. And I was like, well, 
there's a lot of good high name, you know, respected rappers on this calendar this person made up. I'm going to check them out. Glad I did. Thank you, shitty Facebook post. I clapped. Um, uh, <laughs> That's what that little bitter patter was. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like whenever we were like in seventh grade and our balls finally dropped, it's like, look, I can clap with no hands. <laughs> Cool. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, now we got the interlude. Oh no, we're not done with this. I want to compliment the kid, Leroy, and also. Oh, we didn't talk about the kid yet. My bad. And also, to, to end off with Pology, I believe. I think one of the biggest reasons I really enjoyed his verse was because it just sounded fucking real, you know. Yeah, not like no made up bullshit. It was like it seemed like he went through some fucking shit, which he said at the end of it, "Bitch, I'm a gangster. I just took off on some rap shit." I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, okay." Like, cause the way he says it's like you know he's not fucking around. You don't fucking just that goddamn song. It's just like fuck. Then ah, the kid Leroy. So wait. What was the first song you ever heard by the kid? Um, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't. Are you fucking serious, dude? Okay, You'll, we'll have to yep. listen to this afterwards. Unless we can, I don't know how we can get fucking rights to play it, but I don't think we can. But actually, on Spotify, we can. Thirty seconds of it, but that's beside the point because we're on multiple different ones. Fucking sucks. <laughs> but. <laughs> That'd be so tough to edit. But fucking uh, the kid Leroy, he made uh, Diva. Have you heard of that? Actually, I might have. It's like, it's with Lil Tech. It's like that little bitch of Diva fucking Leva. My life is a movie. My life is like a movie. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah, that's what he made. And he's only released like a few songs. But Diva, well, there was a song before, I think called like Let Her Go or something like that. It took off like kind of well, and then I think he was able to meet with uh, Juice after that. So I don't know if Diva came out before Juice passed. I believe it probably did, or maybe it didn't. I think it came out this year actually. But so I know they were getting in touch. But I, oh wait, yeah, he released Diva after Juice's passed, and everywhere in the comments, while I was watching the video, like everyone was saying he sounded like juice so i was like oh that's sad that they can't ever record a song like i wish they would have been able to and then this shit comes out like the first one being go and i was like oh fuck they actually recorded a song that's dope as fuck oh yeah yeah because there's like a lot of similarities between the two especially their voices oh yeah that's real nice yeah so yeah i I really like that song diva or hate the other side. Both of them. Both of them, fucking with They're it. Bo- both of them. They both fantastic. They both with it. I'm glad that he worked with like up and coming, mm-hmm. you know, rising stars type of artists, and just made an absolute banger. 
Fuck like, yeah. Hate the other side. Just I got to think, like, Juice, he was kind of still up and coming, you know? He didn't reach, like, a huge – well, he did, but he didn't reach the level that he could have because he could have been – I don't know if he ever went stadiums for his concerts, but he could have – Oh, he did. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Okay, did he sell that shit out? Because I feel like he was the one who could sell out fucking stadiums. Um, I remember he had a uh... – Tour with Ski Mask. Oh, yeah. and I want to say that they were at Banker's Life, which is an NBA court. So, what's that one? I don't know if it sold out, but it was a fucking huge arena. There was one in St. Louis. I know one of our friends went to whenever he played there. Was that a stadium or was that? I don't think it was a stadium, actually. It was pretty big. Um, I would. I don't know. Would you count college? Because I would count a college. I, I I would count that. Yeah, but it's not. No, I wouldn't because like a stadium is like fifty thousand people. I think like you can fit a shit ton of fucking people in a stadium. Okay, have you been to U of I stadiums? Uh, no, I have not. The State Farm Center, which is the basketball court, is this big fucking dome. Lil Wayne played there. So it is, it's a pretty big place. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't know any schools in St. Louis like that. I'm going to be honest. But okay. okay, I imagine they might have some big, big arenas. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. Set on to the next one. Oh, the get through it interlude. I mean, it's not really a song. So, like, yeah, I, I guess just skip it. It's really good. You know? It was a good match. Yeah. Life's a mess. The f- the single that got it got this shit all started. It well, it started with Righteous. So we all knew an album like whenever Righteous came out, but this one just came out Monday, mm-hmm. which is very surprising, especially for a song. They just drop it out of the blue. And I must say, I've been listening to it every day since it came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good. I really enjoy this song. I like these two together on a song, Juice World and Halsey. I never really, you know, you wouldn't think that they'd be so good together on a song, but Jesus, dude, that without me remix, I prefer it to the normal one. Oh yeah, definitely. And then they come out with "Life's a Mess." This, this is good. I'll give this. Oh, what were you going to say? No, no, no. What? I, no, I'll give you a minute. So I really liked... Uh, I thought it was... Well, I guess I didn't... Well, It was weird that uh, Halsey... She had the last verse, and that was like the last thing of the song. So she was mm-hmm. right there at the end. Which makes me think... Like I feel like they actually recorded it in the studio together. Which I think I like. That's what I really like about this album because it didn't feel like somebody came in after they passed and were like, "I right, cool, I'll record a verse on it whenever the song is unfinished." Which and I also like at the like the final chorus how they add Halsey in like mm-hmm. really faintly. Yeah, but she has like a really like high and strong voice, and but they still made Juice like the more prominent one you can hear, but have her in the background. Adding a little, you know, 
little extra garnish on the chorus. I really like that. Yeah, it was really good, especially with the her last verse was really good. Um. Okay. So, what would you give this? Oh, life's a mess. It's a ten. I agree. I agree. It's a ten. I feel like there, I there's a lot of tens on this album. More than you would think from a posthumous album. I fucking hope I said that right. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord that I know how to say big words. From a small town, don't know big words. <laughs> big word hard. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think that was my final 10. Um, Well, no, come and goes after that. I think it's it's close to a 10. I think come and goes probably like an eight and a half or nine. Oh fuck! I just hit the mic. Um, I mean, if if you're a fan of like Marshmello's like style, like his way he makes his beats and stuff, oh. and how he has like that same bass drop in almost that's, every song, that's what makes it not a ten. Is because of Marshmello's like way of making music. Sure, I love Marshmello; he's a good artist, but I didn't like it for Juice World. Right. I feel like it should be more, more mellow. Out. Yeah. It should just be a mellow kind of song. Even if it's like upbeat, maybe not go over the top of like EDM dubstep. Kind of. Well, I guess it wasn't dubstep, but like trap. I mean, the dude was talking about like loving people and shit. And then all of a sudden it's just. I don't fucking know. How do you vibe to it? Like I don't, I don't get it. That's good to vibe to. You yeah, gotta, but like it's either you focus on the lyrics or the beat for me in this song, depending okay, yeah. on how you feeling. Um, I'm gonna drop it to an eight, just because of the beat. But uh, eight for the beat, and then ten on lyrics. I think lyrics are really good of it. Okay. The one thing that I really like about Juice that in every song he has such a catchy hook. I don't know how he does yeah. it, but good lord, it's so catchy. Even with the okay, this is gonna be praising the beat a little bit, but even with the beat, Juice fucking killed it. Like that chorus of where it was just like the beat was oh, yeah. overpounding it, and it was just like you hear that come and go every once in a while, and it's like it's still fucking pretty good. But there's my one and only praise for the beat, which I still will enjoy the song. But it's a no. So you gave it an eight? Yeah. Which I also added the lyric rating, which just because of the beat being there. (laughs) Without the beat, it's a 10. (laughs) Get Marshmallow out of this. Now I'm playing. I like it. Yeah, Marshmallow. Um, my overall for the song is going to be, I'm going to give it a 7.4, you know? Okay. 7.4, because I'm definitely going to listen to it again. But I don't know how frequently, you know? Because I'm one of those type of people that's like, I really like this song. <laughs> and I just replay it <laughs> until I get physically sick. I hate that I'm that person, but <laughs> I do it to myself. Okay. Okay. Ready for the next like one? Like those songs that I gave a 10, 
I'm going to listen to them for like the next month straight. Yeah, on every delivery I take, I'm going to be listening to music. Oh, oh yeah. Just straight Juice World Legends Never Die. Probably not the entire album every single time because needs some variety, but probably the next couple of days, it'll probably just be. Oh, yeah, like your favorites, oh. you know? Uh-huh. Which, another, which I actually don't fucking remember this one. Or, yeah, I do. Oh. I'm um, having a little bit of trouble remembering it too, but I kind of remember the chorus. Yeah, that's what I was remembering. Um, okay, yeah. So I want it. I, it's a it's a good song. I I hope it is. God damn it! I'm forgetting this. Shouldn't be like that. All right. Uh, so since it's not coming to memory, I'm just gonna give it a five. It's right in the middle. It's just all right. Um, because these other ones have like distinctive stuff. I remember about them, but for I want it, I don't. I don't remember. I'm a Halsey was in it. What the fuck, dude? How do I not remember this thing? What the fuck? Apparently, Halsey was the last of the song. She did the outro, which was only oh, 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 oh. That's why I didn't fucking know that she was in it. Why the fuck don't I remember this song, though? Do I have... Okay, shit. Um... I don't know. I definitely listen to this. Fuck, I don't know where my headphones are. Like my earbuds for my phone. Unless I would listen to it. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Just because I feel like I'm reading the lyrics right now. So, uh, I... I I like the lyrics. Like, this one is good. This catches my eye. How long is forever? I don't know. But I want you forever that I know. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's coming back. It's coming back. And my answer's still set in stone. It's a five. I'm, I still don't remember it. Um, but I'm still going to give it a six. If I remembered it, it probably would get higher, but no. And finding okay. demons, I remember though. How is it I fucking miss? I want it. What the fuck? Yeah, you can't remember 21 whole ass songs, even though three of them are uh, interludes and outros and stuff. Yeah, but it's still fresh in the memory, you know? You know? All right. Um, Back to Fighting Demons. Let's get it. What do you, what do you think about this song? Um, I'm a real big fan of this second half of the album. Yeah, like uh, right after that interlude, dude, dude, these are straight really good songs. I think that's why I don't remember. I want it is because you just had like banger after banger after banger that I just really enjoyed that just stayed embedded. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fighting demons. If I remember correctly, I really like that song. 
It was very catchy because I remember whenever I was listening to it, like I was already singing it long by like the second or third chorus. Oh yeah. This this song is seven eight. Okay, I'll give it that. I'm definitely gonna re-listen to it for sure. Definitely, I, I like it. Um, would you give it a seven point eight? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'll just I'll round up. I'll go eight. Wishing well. That was a fucking good one. That was a banger. Banger. That one, I think that I think that one may deserve a ten. That's a that's a nine four from your boy. A nine four. Why not a ten? What well, docks at the point six? The point six. Um because it um and like those other songs. They have like features in them, you know. Yeah, but like that doesn't make it a ten for me. I just, I just like think like I don't know how to explain it. Whenever like I listen to like certain types of songs or like a certain type of sound, I get kind of like addicted to it, (laughs) and it's just like, have you ever had like a craving for a song, and like nothing. It feels right until you listen to it. Yeah. That's what I give a 10. Okay. Like, Wishing Well was good, like, really good to me. Like, I'm definitely going to really listen to it, like, most of the songs on this album. But, like, this is not on the same pedestal as, like, Life to Mess or Hate the Other Side to me. It might get there whenever I re-listen to this whole album again. But as it currently stands at 3 a.m., it's it's uh it's it's, it's high where it is. Okay, me. okay. Nine I, four. Then I guess I gotta agree with you on that. I may go nine five. I found okay, okay. Just give it that little extra point one. I I enjoyed it. Um, Screw Juice is the next one. Screw Juice actually wasn't nine five. Loved it. I'm trying to remember it. Hold on. He's talking about bitches wanting to fuck him. I loved it. <laughs> Everyone would have screwed juice. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I fucked with it. <laughs> nine five. Phenomenal. I'm a I'ma go nine. I fuck, okay. I, fuck I think it. that's the first I think that's like the first or second time where I gave a song higher than you. Look at this. Yeah. Being so different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so we're at Screw Juice. Yeah, that one. Okay. Up, Up, and Away was really good. The ukulele. I'm a sucker for a ukulele. Dude, ukuleles are always fucking amazing. It's just, they, they need to be used more in songs. Dude, definitely. It, and it's so just easy. Just the way he sounded with it and stuff, the way he flowed on it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I... I don't know what I would give it though. I Dude, think definitely I, like if I smoked or something to listen to it, it's gonna get a way higher score. But just me chilling in my truck and listening to it, it it's a seven six. Uh, I was smoking whenever I was listening to this, so I changed <laughs> a little bit higher score. Um, <laughs> I respect it. 
dude, that's the, I I had to smoke during this. I just felt it was necessary. Well, whenever like you're high and stuff, like you you can hear everything in the song, and it mm-hmm. just feels beautiful. Well, I already do that in general, though. So, well, for me, I, it just amplifies amplifies it more to where like I listen to something that I don't hear. And it's just yeah, like, it was oh, I smoke with that. It was like enhancing, I guess, whenever I was high. Yeah. But I also, it could have been the fact that I was using a lot better speakers than what I would normally use, what you would normally listen to music in. Because, like, listening to my uh, fuck you motorcycle, you bitch. I think that's a motorcycle. Probably just dumbass car. But you probably ripped a muffler off a fucking Corolla and think they're hot shit. Good old Midwest small towns. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, what was I fucking saying before I was rudely interrupted by a dumbass? Uh, about your speaker situation. Oh, yeah. Like, it's better. Because I was listening with, like, studio monitors, so I got a better quality. So I was able to get it more enhanced anyways. So. Oh, yeah. I definitely heard a lot more to the song than what I feel like I would, which was really good because it felt like, Especially the way that I had the speaker set up and I had it at the volume, it felt like I was just like entrapped in the music, which I felt fucking amazing with. But up, up in a way, I say I would give it like a solid 8.7. Okay. Could be more. But as of in this moment, I'm going to say 8.7. Obviously, with all of these two, I believe we'll, they can get higher or lower depending on how many times we listen to them just because I've only listened to all these songs once except for the ones that were already out. So Yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. So for right now, it's just like they're not too fresh since we listen to them. Like I listened to it, I guess we both did right whenever it came out. Once it was up on Apple Music, started playing it. Mhm. So. Oh yeah. So it's been a few hours. We had all the technical difficulties. Yeah, with this fucking laptop. <laughs> Good lord, dude. All right. But now it's time for another interlude. Which this interlude, I believe, we can be able to talk a little bit more about because this one is, I, it's a great interlude. Cause I didn't expect this because whenever I saw the man, the myth, the legend, I thought it was just going to be juice talking, but no, you just have all these different artists and people just having conversations and talking about how talented juice was. Oh yeah. Like I thought that was really cool to be able to bring that in there, especially it was like three and a half minutes long. So like, what the fuck? So just everyone talking about it. I, especially what I remember mainly from this was little dicky that was that was super super decent like super chill that they brought all these people in to talk about how they like they like how he affected them and whatnot no these were from these from different interviews because i've watched these interviews the first one was adam 22 and young thug which i didn't watch that one and i guess the next one with j cole travis scott and juice i didn't watch that one but the eminem i watched his interview and little dicky i I watched some of that interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched the Eminem one. Yeah, so 
these were all taken from different interviews, I believe. Yes. Just them talking about Juice, which I thought was really cool. Like, especially whenever Eminem did talk about Juice, I thought that was really, really cool, especially since he had seen his freestyles, especially the ones that he rapped for an hour. So he was like already in awe about this dude. And oh, yeah. What I can take from Eminem's was whenever he said, uh, when he rapped for an hour, like, what the fuck? And to be so young, he, like, mastered that so fucking quickly. So, like, I think that's especially what I was saying earlier about Juice. Like, he was a great lyricist for his age. Like, his age no. was, like, you wouldn't expect that from somebody who was 20 years old, 21. For real. Was- the way he spoke and stuff just sounded like he lived, like, a full life. Like, he was, like, in his 60s, just chilling, retired. The mm-hmm. way, like, he talked about his emotions and all the shit he was going through. It's just wild. Yeah. He was able to put that on paper and just make this beautiful sound out of it. Yeah. It was good. And with little Dickie, him saying juice was the best freestyle he's ever seen. Um, That's come from him. And he's a fairly decent, good freestyler too. Yeah. He's a really good freestyle. Uh, freestyler not a freestyle um (laughs) so uh, yeah whenever he was talking about it he said they're never ending he can do it for like an hour and he makes total sense the entire time and is actually really like good intricate flow patterns uh he says that he's best he's ever seen i think he said he's the best hit maker because he's the one that talked about benny working with juice and saying that benny would just play a beat and he'd make an entire hit out of it in one fucking go, which is fucking wild. That is crazy. The fact that, like, most of these artists have to, like, sit down and, like, critique themselves, like, in their writing and all of that. I'm pretty sure he did that as well, but the fact that he had the ability to just be, like, just put on a beat and I'm a fucking slaughter for this shit real mm-hmm. quick. It's just, it's just wild. Mm-hmm. He was so fucking good. Dude. Stay high. One of my favorites. That was a pretty good one. I, it was a good little vibe. Oh, yeah. It's a solid song for sure. What do you... Okay, so... These last three songs, I'm going to say, I feel like all this album you should listen to from beginning to end. I think that's a great way to take in an album. But I believe those last three songs, Stay High, Can't Die, and Man of the Year, those are the three that like you listen from like Stay High to Man of the Year. It's like its own little story. Oh, yeah. I guess with all of his songs, like they're all written that way, but you just got it with he's de- in this song, he's detailing his drug addiction. Then the next one, it's him talking about death and everything like that and his drug addiction also, but yeah. I think mainly about death. And then Man of the Year is like li- him, even though in the previous song he's dead he's still alive in his music, you know? I feel like that's probably... Yeah, it's just a really good message at the end mm-hmm. to get out. Yeah, so 
Yeah, Stay High, I believe, is a really fucking good song. Um, oh, what would you rate it? I want to go go you first. Okay, okay. Um, it sounds like a lot of like his songs that he first came out with to me about like you know codeine and shit. Mm-hmm. And I've always really enjoyed those. So this is going to be another high rating for me. It's going to be. In an, an 8.9. 8.9? 8. 9. Not a 9. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to rate it just for what I'm thinking about it now. I may I may actually agree with you on 8.9. Actually, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to agree with you because I was going to go like 9.2 or something, but I don't remember it too well. So, I really liked it. It's like I know it was good, so I'm just gonna give it still a high because I know it was really good. And then, then we got can't die. Can't die. That shit was fucking good as hell. One of the songs that got me emotional for sure. <laughs> okay. That's. I think that's like if you're going through the album, that's the one that's gonna get you emotional every single time. Oh yeah. Because it's just a good fan of him, like a lot of people are. If like you oh, yeah. looked up to him and love his music, this is one where you're gonna probably cry too. Oh yeah, it was just it's just really difficult to hear someone that's like already dead talking about dying. It's <laughs> just like holy shit, <laughs> bro. This is why, like, it just, it's just hard to think about for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially, he says exactly like what we're thinking whenever it says, every day it feels like someone new dies, hope the news is a lie. Like, whenever we all found out he died, we all, we all fucking hoped it was a lie. Oh, or yeah. It was like maybe a hoax that got out and waiting on that tweet from him saying, it's just a hoax, but we never like life doesn't really work like that. So it didn't work out that way. Well, it's really hard for like these people that you idolize and stuff to think that they're just like me and you, you know, like they just that they can die. It's just like, whoa, hold up. You're different. You're supposed to like live forever, you know? Yeah. It's just what you don't really think about like these people can actually like die and stuff uh-huh definitely but, but man like to have like two of like my idols just to be fucking gone in just a matter of, of four to five months it's just insane who was the other one kobe mm, yeah it was it was within two months because uh juice died december 7th of and then Kobe died in February, right? Not January. It was at the end of January. It was at the end of January. Oh my or, gosh. Wait. Was it? I think it was on. Hold on. I didn't think it was that long. In January. It 20th. was. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it. This is wild, dude. 
to even like consider that because like whenever you like watch these people you're like growing with them you know yeah like listening to his like first album at the beginning all girls are the same like it was like oh this he's gonna have a amazing career and then he dropped another one and then another one it's like damn i gotta see this dude in concert i gotta i gotta meet this dude stuff like that Uh uh-huh but then just to find out that they overdosed and shit like it's just like wow never really think about like a guy that like raps about taking drugs and stuff like that's what eventually gets them and it's so disheartening that that should happen yeah it really does suck like because uh when x died that was a big one definitely because oh yeah that was huge like that one because i i believe you were a big fan before he passed too yes because i stayed up i was when the question album came out i stayed up for that and listened to the entire thing before i went to bed so Okay, me and John just put it on his speaker and we just fucking listened to the whole thing. Yeah, so like hearing about him pass, it was like, fuck, like this is absolutely terrible. And you don't think that it's going to happen again with somebody like that. And then, well, I want to say the thing is with him is that he got fucking murdered. Yeah, but it also puts in the realization that there are like these are real situations like these are real people like they're gonna like as you said they're just like us like they're gonna die they're not like these super beings you know yeah and it just sucks that they all die so young like x was very young uh peep was very young uh oh yeah mac was young juice was young and kobe was still young i i consider him still young young yeah he was in his 40s early 40s yeah that's not that fucking old that's not a full like he played basketball for most of his life his family didn't even get to spend all that time with him that he wanted so desperately to have you know yeah it's just so disheartening how this shit can happen yeah it definitely sucks you know which i believe that this song like you can listen to and then you can think about all these artists. Oh yeah. Um did we rate this song yet? I completely forgot. Uh I don't think so. What are we gonna rate it? Um, I'm gonna say for me personally, it is a nine one. Because it got me really emotional, and I just like the overall sound and quality of the song. Okay, uh, I think I'm going to give it a um, nine six. Ooh, what's holding you back from the ten? I don't know. It's just like I'm leaving that extra four because I know it's going to go up. It's probably going to be a ten, but in this moment of time. As I'm not listening to it, nine six. Okay. I feel like that's a very like modest answer, you know? Not very oh, modest, for sure. But, no, it's 
it's a great song. I just don't listen to all these once, so it's not that kind of digesting all of them still. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one, well, yeah, last actual song of the album, Man of the Year. I fuck with this. Heavy. Oh, yeah, I like, I, I wouldn't say, like, I was, like, super heavy into it, you know, but I enjoyed the song for sure. Um, well, the reason I was super heavy into it is just because of, like, the lyrical content of it, which I guess oh, yeah. the song was pretty good within itself, too, but I, I really enjoyed the lyrics of it, and I thought it was a good message, you know, and it was, like, a good vibey kind of beat. So I liked how it it ended with this and uh Oh yeah, it's a closer. It was a really good closer. I would give it that. Yeah, so I think this one if we add in the factors of it being the last song on the album, being a good finisher, and I feel like I think it's like, I think it's a good, what's that called? Like, ode to the fans? Yeah, yeah, I think some of those are. Yeah, so I believe it's a good, for him passing and this being like the last album, I feel like that he legitimately put forth the effort in picking the track list and how the album uh, concept was going to be. So I feel like, which honestly, every single song that I've seen, whenever it says about their song, all of them say he previewed the tracks like in early to mid 2019. So I bet he made this album before he passed and like actually completed the track list and everything. Oh, yeah. So I feel like this being like the last one, I think I'm going to give it the 10. All right. I think it it's very deserved for this one. Because it, it, even though Skrillex is, he's a producer on it, it's not a heavy EDM kind of thing like what Marshmallow did. He made it still that subtle kind of mellow vibe. Mm-hmm. So it was, but it was also upbeat. So I thought that was really good. Well, yeah. Uh, my overall thoughts on it are, you know, it was, a, it was a, great closer as we've said Mm -hmm. and that this is potentially like the final song that he's ever going to come out with yeah but more than likely not but as of right now like to like end the career out it's a pretty solid note but I'm trying to like view it as like you know, he's not dead type. Cause like, I'd like to think about like, well, if he wasn't, if he didn't pass away in December, but I still feel the same way that I do towards these songs. A lot of them I feel like are, yeah. Besides like can't die. Cause that one really kind of hit cause he is dead. But many of the year, I'm going to, it's also a really high one. Because his whole second half of the album, again, is fantastic. 
so good. It is. I'm gonna give it a nine six. Okay, okay, that's a good answer. Really solid song. End off this album. Definitely, I I very much so enjoyed this one. All right, um, the last last inter well not interlude but the outro of the album. This is where I felt like shit. This is real. This is the end of the album. Like this is it. That, <laughs> yeah. This is where I felt like oh fuck okay because like I started realizing that in Can't Die and then after that I was just like like Man of the Year came on so I was like okay this feels like a good way to end it with us you know telling the fans like i know my music saved you and like that's where i really focused on i was like yeah that's really did i'm i'm like glad that he noticed that and i'm glad he still put out relatable shit with it and then this comes on and then it throws me right the fuck back (laughs) james world speaks from heaven good lord man they know what they were doing, making mm-hmm. all these interludes and stuff. The one thing I like about Juice World's album is that they have really good interludes, and this one's has the best ones hands down. Definitely, there's nothing better. They're probably not, no, I'll say there's nothing better in my opinion. Oh man, um. so I was. This album's going to be one, a nominee for album of the year, for sure. Without a doubt in my mind. I don't know how Billboard does it. I don't know if his album would be on there right now, but I'm definitely going to check and see if it already is allowed to chart on any of the songs. He... Doesn't have a song in the top 10 right now, but I bet that would change tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Because I bet fucking hate the other side. That one, I think that's got to be a top 10 hit. Uh, That one. And Life's a Mess, the single isn't a top 10. No, it's not in the top 10. I don't even know where it is. Wow. Um, it's not even in the top 20. Dude, that's tough. Stream the hell out of that song. It's a good fucking song. All right, I'm going to say that. Um. Okay, never. I think I was on the wrong list. Or Wishing on- Well. I feel like that Though hate the other side or wishing well have the two potential to be like Never. at the top for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on the top. Wait, are these albums? Oh fucking shit. Okay, actually this is good. This is good. I'm on Billboard 200 now. So maybe his album isn't gonna get on here until tomorrow. It'll probably update in the morning. Yeah. It's probably- it do- it did just drop, you know. Well, they can. Well, I guess the numbers won't come in until the next day. But his album, first album, Goodbye and Good Riddance, is actually charting at 26 right now. 
yeah, people are getting prepared, <laughs> you know? And for me, that is still his best album. That's what got me into him. Like, whenever he only had that album and there were no other songs from him. Like, because I know, I think John showed you, right? I actually don't remember. Cause I think I, I was going through YouTube one day, and I think I found Lucid Dreams on that, that music video. Oh, okay. I found uh, Juice World through Gage. John showed him, and then Gage showed me. And then all we would do afterwards is just play the fucking album. Is it That one is such a good album. Oh, yeah. Well, overall, thoughts of the album are pretty positive. Besides the one song, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to give the entire album overall. From just, well, I guess, never mind. Not from, from a fan's perspective, it's got to be overall a 10 out of 10. From an actual, like, music-wise of, like, my personal, what I personally like. I'll give it like an eight and a half overall. Oh yeah, I, I see. I see what you're coming at. Yeah. Um, I said. I said before that it was an eight. Going back through all this again, it's still an eight for me. Yeah. It. Yeah, it was a great album. I believe. Like, I'm not gonna listen to every single song over and over and over again. But some songs I'm definitely going to listen to, which is the same way with all of his albums that I listen to. Oh, yeah. I don't usually listen to... Actually, Goodbye and Good Riddance, I usually... That's one where I can pick oh. a song out of it, and then I'm like, all right, cool, I'm done. I'm, I'm good with this. Oh, yeah. Goodbye and Good Riddance had so many good fucking songs on it. I'd find a different one. I'm like, holy shit, this one is really good. Yeah, that entire album. Then, I mean... The reason why I'm giving this one an eight is because all the other ones have like one or two songs that are just absolutely like massive and that I really enjoy. Like how A Death Race for Love, uh, that one had Robbery, Fast and Bandit on it. Yeah. Those were all really fucking good. And it, this album's gonna have it. It's just we caught it very, very early. Oh, for sure. Because none of the songs that I think are gonna go in the top ten were already out. Which "Righteous Life's a Mess" and "Come and Go" are all really good songs, but I don't think they had that. Like, well, "Life's a Mess" definitely does, for sure. So, mm-hmm. "Life's a Mess," and then the songs that. The hate or hate the other side. Yeah, that one definitely is a. It's going to be one of those ones that go top 10 and it's going to be a huge fucking hit. Um, And as you said, I think wishing well, right? And can't die. Yeah. Can't die is going to be a big one, too. Maybe not oh, yeah. a big one, like overall. But I think a big one but for like the fans and stuff, I feel like is going to be pretty large. Yeah, that and uh, Man of the Year, I feel like. I think Man of the Year won't be like as big as Can't Die, though. But Can't Die, 
I think it's going to be the last on that ladder where it's like huge. Cause it's that one's like the, that's the fan. That's the fan song where they're all going to resonate with it just because of what the subject matter is. You know, that's a, it's all the songs on that album. Oh yeah. We did it. Yeah. That's, that is my first album review that I went through every song listen to it and gave it a final score and I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with the first one being Juice World. Definitely. There's def there's gonna be more hopefully probably I don't know. I don't know who's all new coming out soon that I would actually legitimately go through and listen to. Uh, in case uh the listeners were wondering why uh the other two aren't involved. The other two because the other one the other one, my bad. Um, he doesn't listen to Juice World or anything. He listens to Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> yeah, Which he, I respect him for. <laughs> he wouldn't listen to anything like Juice World. He would literally no. probably shit on the entire album and not listen to it, but shit on it. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. If it's not his cup of tea, you know, it's not his cup of tea. Yeah, you're right. But he does listen to some weird shit. He listened to Bern- the Bernie Sanders thing, the lo-fi mix of his filibuster. Mm-hmm. Eight fucking hours of Bernie Sanders lo-fi mix filibuster edition. Yeah. But respect that. If you can go through eight hours of a lo-fi mix of Bernie Sanders doing a filibuster, cool. I guess, or he needs therapy, <laughs> whichever one. We don't know, but I bet we'll find out soon. Oh, for sure? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to sign off for the night. But yeah, that does it for this episode of the Unannounced Podcast. Uh, if you guys aren't subscribed, well, I don't. Yeah, fucking subscribe to the YouTube. It's at the Unknown Outsiders. Uh, follow on TikTok before we get fucking banned. Uh, follow on um, Instagram definitely because uh, that's that's where we'll stay. And YouTube, we'll stay on YouTube. But TikTok, if they get banned, like that's where the most of our followers are. But they don't listen to the podcast. I don't get to follow and subscribe. On Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Oh, yeah. And keep oh, notified whenever we post an episode. Yeah, and especially if uh, you have iHeartRadio, follow. I think you follow or subscribe on there, too. I'm not sure how that one works. Um, Personally, I've never used it. I've, I've gotten on there to see how the podcast looks. Um, but And I think we're on Pandora also. So if you listen on Pandora, hopefully Ooh. you enjoy this and you... We'll find more of our episodes. If this is one of your first episodes you've ever listened to in its entirety, if you listen to this in its entirety, fucking go you. A round of applause, actually, because that would be a lot. It's a long time. Okay, don't you know what? Comment on the most recent Instagram post, egg salad, if you've made it this far into the podcast. And we'll know because you're not going to comment egg salad for no fucking reason. 
That'd be fucking exactly. Weird. Who the fuck would comment egg salad? That shit's gross. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, what else do they need? I don't think they need to follow us on anything else. That's pretty much it. Um, if you guys enjoy any of these episodes, please give us a good rating on the Apple Podcast. I believe you can rate, and if you want a review, go for it. But um, Spotify, I bet you have a rating thing. I hope. I don't know. You does Spotify have ratings? I don't know how to use Spotify. I would like your podcast. Uh, follow it. Do that. And have fun with it. Tell your friends about it. Because if we get slightly bigger, we can do like merch and stuff and cool other shit. Oh, dude. I have so many ideas for merch. That is, dude, we got to do it. I want to be able to bring Yeah, but uh, we have no money. So tell your friends. <laughs> get us more brand deals. Get us to actually do YouTube. Comment on our. DM us. Tell us to fucking do YouTube. But don't be if we ain't as big as Joe Rogan by next month. I swear to God, I'm done with you. <laughs> I don't think we reach that level, but if we do, hell to the motherfucking yes. But I, I I'll have hope. I'll I'll have big hope. I like our podcast and I feel like others do. If they do too, thank you. Oh yeah. Like, you know, real fans are actually going to listen this far if it has been as long as we think it has been. Which, if you got to think about this, Joe Rogan has three-hour conversation that people listen to that shit. That entire thing. Oh, yeah. He also has, like, a special guest and whatnot. Yeah, and they talk for three hours at a time. So you, we know podcasts can be that long and still get listenership on the entire thing. And we can also be able to break this well, I guess we want to break it into pieces. But thank you for listening to this episode of The Internet Outsiders. Uh, please listen to our other ones if you haven't. Uh, if you aren't following, subscribed on anything, please do so. Um, we, I hope we have fans. If you guys are a recurring <laughs> listener, thank you. Appreciate it a lot. Send a message to the Instagram page. You know? Heck yeah. Tell us what we need to do better, you know, or what you really like. Yeah. All tell- comments are accepted. Those things that we should do that you think we should do differently. We want this new season to be one of the best seasons we've ever made. So let's fucking do it. Be collaborative. All right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's it. You got any closing messages? Um, I do not. I'm just finally glad to get back into doing this again. Hell yeah. Well, I've had a good time and good night, my friend. I hope everybody has a great day, week, evening, night fucking life, dude. Peace out.